Writer's Burnout? Yesterday, I, barely, finished RWA's eight-month writing program, pen to paper. Today, I woke up floundering in a dizzying fugue of relief, frustration, and self-pity. Burnout. I switched off the alarm, rolled out of bed, and didn't even bother to fight my month-long craving for peanut butter and honey sandwiches. I decided to skip out on Sunday morning writing sprints, because why bother, and headed to the kitchen without brushing my teeth, because why bother, in a few minutes, peanut butter and bread would be cementing them to my cheeks. And why bother getting dressed? I wasn't going to leave the house. Wasn't going to do anything, except eat peanut butter and honey and muddle around mindlessly in Canva until it was time to take a nap. I was in a state. I get like this a few times a year, usually when it's cold outside, and usually following a period of prolonged stress and mental exhaustion. The past six months have been grueling, and I'm tired and frustrated, and I just want to eat peanut butter and honey sandwiches in my pajamas and sleep for days on end. The last thing I wanted to do today was write. Cause I'm done writing. Forever. Eight months ago, I had an awesome premise of an awesome dystopian romance with awesome, award-winning, literally, characters. Now, I hate writing. I hate my novel. I hate my characters. I hate my carefully crafted dystopian world. I hate all of it. Luckily, though, I'm done writing. Forever. Or, at least, I was. The day didn't turn out how I'd planned. Upon arriving in the kitchen, I remembered I'd eaten the last of the bread and peanut butter at 4 a.m. Another endless night working at the laptop and ultimately accomplishing nothing. Just seeing the peanut butter jar on top of the overflowing trash nearly made me weep, and the empty coffee container eviscerated what little was left of my will to go on. I shuffled to the living room. Flopped in my chair. Threw a hateful glare at the laptop. The damn thing churned my stomach. Self-defeating internal dialogue went like this, I'm tired. I'll never publish a novel. I'll never measure up to my own ridiculously high expectations. Why bother? I suck. I quit. Just like I quit 12 years ago. 12 years ago. Uck. I tried to change the subject. I don't like thinking about 12 years ago. But too late, poof. Jeff Kennedy arrived in my living room surrounded by a noxious cloud of indomitable regret. Thinking about 12 years ago inevitably ends with Jeff's appearance. She first came into my life 12 years ago, and she's been haunting me for nearly five. She shows up now, every time I quit writing, and she encourages me to keep going, even though we've never met. Or spoken. Or interacted. She doesn't remember I exist. I glanced back at the laptop. I hated the thing. I wondered if Jeff Kennedy hated her laptop. I don't know her but I think probably not. Anybody who maintains spreadsheets of their daily word counts, for years, probably has a different mindset about their computer. Probably has healthier coping mechanisms too. Writing Contests Life Lessons 1 and 2 occurred in rapid succession in the spring and summer of 2009. I had been serious, I roll, about writing for a few months and heard the best way to get a manuscript in front of a headhunter was through Romance Writers of America's Writing Contests. They sounded like a great idea because even if I didn't make the final round in any of them, at the very least, I'd get a couple of professional critiques in the form of judges' comments. I figured I had a supremely slim chance of making the final rounds, but the lure of those critiques were irresistible. So, I searched around for the contest with the most professional-sounding judges, editors from houses I recognized. 
I had no idea what I was doing. And I had no idea that I had no idea. If I'd have known how truly unskilled of a writer I was, I would have never entered any of them. Life lesson number one. I didn't know there was such a thing as writing craft. I didn't know there was such a thing as goal, motivation, and conflict. Or structure. Or POV. I didn't know there were rubrics for contests. I didn't know a writer like Jeff Kennedy could be lurking in the contest slush piles. I just wanted those critiques. Naively, I entered five of them, then sat back to wait. A few months later, preliminary results came back. I'd finaled in two of four contests. I figured the other writers must really suck if I'd beaten them. I still sometimes wonder about that. Like, maybe only three people entered them to begin with? Or maybe I have more skill than I give myself credit for. It's an ongoing internal battle. Final winners of the two contests were announced about a month later. I'd taken one third place and one first place. A few weeks later, I quit writing. Just to take a little break. Writing was hard and I was tired. Fundamentally tired. Just gonna take a little break then start writing again in a month or two. From then on, I didn't open the email I had set up for my pen name for a few months. Why even bother? But by then, I'd been in college for 25 consecutive semesters, yes, you read that right, and I still had one year of graduate school left. And a thesis to finish. The thesis was more important than the novel writing, or so I told myself, and I needed to save my strength if I wanted to graduate. I was on the ragged edge. Class. Later that year, I finally opened my email and found a surprise. I'd received notes from two women I didn't know. I'd forgotten about one of the contests, Stroke of Midnight from RWA's erotic romance chapter. I'd won first place in the sci-fi category. By that time though, I barely cared. I didn't even look at the score sheets or critiques. The first email was from the contest coordinator, informing me of the win. The other was from someone named Jeff Kennedy. I'd never heard of her. Initially, I thought she was a man. Jeff with a silent E or something? It was a short message, congratulating me. She'd gotten honorable mention in the same category. Wow. Classy. It never occurred to me to congratulate the winners of the other contests I'd entered. I planned to write back, thanking her. First, I googled her. No website, to the best of my recollection, and no romance novels listed anywhere, but there was some kind of literature award, with a title so long she must have had to take a breath in the middle of saying it. And a Ucross Poetry Fellowship. Poetry Fellowship? Who knew what that even meant? Whatever it was though, it sounded important. I googled it. Dang. She must be smart. And a stellar writer. And, based on the contents of the email, she had class and professionalism. A poetry fellowship also meant Jeff Kennedy was serious about her craft. She took steps and she worked hard. And she probably wasn't a quitter. I know this now. But at the time, I was in a nasty place. I was miserable in a world I'd created, hated, and felt incapable of escaping. Instead of admiring Jeff Kennedy for her accomplishments, I remember thinking something like, what the hell? Did she just wake up one morning and decide to start slumming? Got tired of fellowships and double-day awards, as one does, and now she's gonna switch to bondage and menage? Step aside, lady. Go back to your iambic pentameter and ranch retreats and let the serious smut writers handle the smut. I didn't respond to her email. I meant to, just to be polite, but one day turned into two days. 
Two days turned into two weeks. Two months. Ten years. I managed to finish my thesis and graduate. Soon after, I flung the decimated remains of my sanity into the barren wasteland inside my head. Then, I quit. I just. Quit. My sanity languished in the wasteland for a decade. I didn't write. I couldn't. I was so, so tired. I couldn't even read. I forgot all about Jeff Kennedy. Bizarrely, in 2010, out of the blue, I received a request for a full from an editor. I have no idea where she saw a partial because I never submitted one anywhere. I don't remember her name and I don't remember which publisher. I probably never even looked at the signature line. I ignored the email. In 2016, I had a sudden flash of crazy, and I entered the same manuscript into two more RWA contests. I won FF and Peace on the far side, and took second in the Sheila. A month or so later, I submitted a partial to a publisher, got a request for a full, but an ultimate rejection. Then I quit again. Why bother? Jeff Kennedy continued on though. She kept going with her class and her skill and her talent and her intelligence and her professionalism. In 2017, she won the Rita. The Academy Award of Romance Novels. Life Lesson Number 1 If I would have known what a Ucross fellow was, and that I was up against one of them, I would have never entered the contest. Why set myself up for failure competing against a writer like that? I'd never win. Why bother? From the Ucross website, alumni include, 10 Pulitzer Prize winners, 8 Tony winners, 2 Academy Awards, 2 Golden Globes, 1 Emmy, 1 Poet Laureate, and a bunch of National Book Award winners, and 1 Rita, Smiley Face. Life Lesson Number 2 A decade of loneliness and self-imposed isolation changed me. When I read about Jeff's Rita, I ate fistfuls of humble pie. My heart warmed for her. She'd worked for success. She didn't quit. She honed her craft, made connections, entered contests, and continued being classy. I'm not so arrogant as to believe I too would have won a Rita if I'd have continued writing. In fact, based on my lifetime pattern, even if I continued writing, it's unlikely I would have entered the Rita at all. But here's the thing my mind won't let me escape. I once went head-to-head with a future Rita winner, an Ucross fellow, and I came out ahead. I finaled in five of seven contests. These results are atypical for a beginning writer. The contests themselves aren't important. I've written about them here only as a way to show the potential I so obviously had but squandered. Burnout and lack of confidence tanked me. And while the contests aren't important, the two life lessons I learned from them are invaluable. I ask myself, what if I hadn't quit writing? What if I'd have spent 10 years honing my craft, making connections, entering the Rita, and attaining a bit of class? I'll never know. I'm still here. It's 3 p.m., and I'm writing, again. I'd forgotten about the blog posts I committed to do every month and I'm already three days late. It took me all morning and afternoon to conquer the procrastination and psychological paralysis, but I did it. I sat down, turned on the laptop, and started typing. Each one of those steps took a Herculean effort. Final thoughts on Jeff Kennedy, she doesn't haunt me, my regrets do. I don't hate her. I admire her. I'm not bitter, I'm tired. Again. But I'm driven, and I'll go on. I won't take a break because I know one day will turn into two days. Two days will turn into two weeks, two years, two decades. To be continued next month, 
burnout, tips to recognize, and tips to overcome. Spoiler, one of the tips is to take a break from writing.